four Midwest Guys presents... Star Trek Picard Review And welcome to the very first four Midwest Guys presents Star Trek Picard Review. I am your host, B. Willie, and with me always is Mr. Brian Eckenbauer. Hey, what's up, what's up? What's going on, B? So, after, I don't know, 20 years, 18 years, 20 years, something like that, the Picard's back. I know. I, generation I, crew. I just, I watched uh, the the marathon, the Make It So, Make It So Marathon. The Make It So Marathon. On TV the other day, they were showing nice. a lot of the most popular... Um, episodes of Star Trek Next Generation. Cool. Yeah, TNG is definitely my Star Trek. I mean... Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, I mean, there some people like DS9, some people like the originals, somebody... Voyager people, but I was, I've always been a TNG guy, first and foremost. Yeah. That was, that's my Trek. Um, so, it was great to... Because when they rebooted it, I was like, oh, well, we won't see Picard ever again. Yet, here we are. So, and it's even linked to the reboot series with the whole... Uh, supernova of uh, Romulus, so it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of connected in a way, which mm -hmm. is kind of cool, I thought. Um, what'd you think though when you heard "Blue Skies"? Like I, I heard it, I'm like, oh no, no, please don't let that be the opening theme every well, time. Well, cause, yeah, because it was <laughs> funny because we were, you know, when we watched Discovery, yeah, and we're like, ooh, I like this. It kind of has like a fringe, yeah. fringe s kind of. I was like, so I was like, oh, I wonder what Picard's gonna be, yeah. and then it comes up and I was like, oh crap, Blue Skies. I was like, no. No, make this cannot be the opening theme. This, like, I can't handle this every week, and then it you know just goes into the yeah, it's like, cold opening. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, thank goodness, thank God. Actually, the actual theme isn't too bad. I didn't think either, to be honest. It's, it's um, I wanted to be a little bit more upbeat, but it, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of got that discovery kind of. feel. It was very, it. very, like a very somber. Yeah. Although I wonder if it's gonna, like, um, with well, you know, with, with Mandalorian, yeah. other other recent TV show, and that changed. Yeah, he had a like every every show it got a little something better. So I wonder if this will do the same thing. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out, I guess, so, as we go. But uh, yeah, it would be nice if it did. If but, it kind of evolved. But it did. The but the, the actual thing did have little little hints of um, TNG. In TNG and yeah, yeah. hearing it back, you can hear yeah. little spots. I'm like, oh. yeah. You also hear his. Uh, uh, his little flute that he played or whatever yeah. at least it's supposed to be I think it's yeah. actually a piccolo but you, mm -hmm. you get the idea yep um, alright so let's talk about that first scene so right off the bat we go right into the Enterprise D great fan service um, obviously freaked out when I saw it um, even though I saw it in the trailer I didn't think we were going to get it right off the bat and uh, where does it take us it takes us right into 10 forward with data and it starts with a poker game and I don't know about you but I find that 
pleasant. Like TNG ended with a poker game, and this series picks back up with a poker. Well, game. Well, it's funny because the Make It So Marathon ended with that with that, that last two, episode, the yeah. last episode, that two part, yeah, where it was the very end where they sit down and play the poker. He's like, he's like, I should have done this a long time. I should have yeah. done this a long time ago. And he's yeah. like, we're always here. Yeah. And it was like, and then I watched that. I'm like. Symmetry. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was nice. It was a nice, nice way to start the series. I, I thought. And uh, how did you think about um, uh, Brent Spiner looking as Data? I thought they did a really good job. I don't know if that was CGI. It looked like mostly makeup to me. I, yeah. Okay. So like when we when we watched the um, the trailer, the teaser trailers beforehand, mm -hmm. and you look at him before, and you're like, looks a little, it looked, looked a little like like oddball, like like a little round, like it like. Yeah. Uh, root canal surgery or something, you know. Cheek implants. Yeah, and he was like just a little big, but yeah. when he did when he that one, it looked okay. Yeah, I thought it looked fine. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, and you couldn't tell he had aged, or you know, they covered all that up. Obviously, right. so but I thought it was good. Yeah, I did too. I didn't have a problem with it at all. I thought they did a really good job with that. So, um, and then of course in the poker game, you know, it's a little bit of back and forth. Data puts them all in, and it's all about him not wanting the game to end, um, which I think is interesting because it's it's. We haven't yet to start this adventure, but already he's yearning subconsciously, I guess, in a dream to get back out there. Yeah, it's it's, it's like it's like a, it's one of those like not a midlife crisis, but you know, the end end, like like crisis, yeah, end of life yeah. crisis. Like I'm ready to give up. Like, yeah, I, I got more in the tank. Yeah. Which you know, which later on, well, he actually uses that line. He's like, I didn't come here to retire or whatever. I came here to die. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm not living. Yeah, yeah. I still have more left in me. And I'm like, and it's like, yes, yes, you do, yes, you do. <laughs> and I think the other big part of that 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 scene was, I actually thought it was four queens, but you pointed out when you rewatched, there's five queens. Yeah. It turns up five queens of hearts, nonetheless. Yeah. So at first I was thinking maybe it was four, four women, but in fact maybe it's five, or it's just significant of being the queen of hearts. So is that? somehow relate to uh, a new board queen maybe but it's the queen of hearts i would expect maybe like the queen of i don't know like spades or, spades clubs. or clubs or something yeah I'm, maybe more clubs just because but um i don't know so it's it's kind of interesting because we've seen this before they've used this in star trek before where he's dealing cards and a certain sequence of cards would come up to try to tell them there was that whole stuck in a loop episode with TNG and they used that data was the one dealing and constantly getting that right that message so uh, I'm interested I can't quite figure out yet what the five queens stand for if it's significant of just a queen or if there's five individual people yeah or or if, or if there's nothing and that was just that was just his way of realizing that he was in the dream it could be it's possible, um, or it's a hint to us that it's a dream dream sequence. I don't know, but it, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think there's something significant there. I don't think they just throw in, you know, maybe it was just actual, you know, four five queens. Though. I don't know. There's something about that. So that's I think that's going to be something to uh, to keep an eye on as the, the series continues. Um, also, the other thing is we get our first look at Mars and the the attack on Mars at least briefly. And it's obviously a major point of contention for Picard and how he feels. And we get a little bit more of that as, as we go along. But um, so it's it's going to be, uh, I think it's a foreshadowing of obviously what we learned in this episode, but also probably throughout the entire series that he's going to have to deal with with everything that's happened in his past, that the past mm -hmm. is going to come back to haunt him, so to speak. Right. At certain points. 
Um, all right, so let's move on to Dodge and the attack scene there. When she has her boyfriend who's some sort of an alien. I didn't pick up. Did you pick it up? By any chance, I I tried. I, I couldn't I couldn't understand what he was saying. Um, but uh, basically, you know, she's pretty much normal until they put that uh, black bag over her face, and then even they're saying she's activating, she's activating, and she goes full on kill mode. Yeah, it was it was it was like a, yeah it was like a self defense mode. Yeah, kind of thing. And like she takes the bag off and like what happened just happened like one of those like uh-huh. everybody's dead and she's like holy crap. Yeah, and uh, I didn't figure it out till later, but it it did pop into my head there that she is some sort of part machine or something is going on. And then when they show her linking up and seeing Picard's image, I was like, okay, this is definitely going to be heavy, like data heavy. Mm-hmm. driven maybe even or, or robot heavy you know because before I, I was thinking that from the previews that it looked like Data was just going to have a couple of guest spots here and there I'm beginning to think the opposite that's the whole series me about Data is revolving around Data quite yeah. a bit and um, I don't know um, so um, but she obviously that's our first thing though that she has a connection to to Picard so it's it's Picard and it's Data and it's it's going to be heavy on both ends I think going through um, next scene, uh, we just kind of get a glimpse of Picard's retired life. He's kind of walking through the vineyards, checking the grapes with his dog. Um, he does <laughs> his dog number one, number one, which is funny, hilarious actually. Um, and then uh, he has two Romulan housekeepers, so yeah. which is interesting because um, I found that odd. At first, I thought they were Vulcans. I didn't think they were Romulan. We find that out later, but. I think that's an interesting point to his character, though, because the last time we saw Picard, he fought a. He basically fought the entire movie. He fought Romulans. He lost Data to him. He crashed his ship into <laughs> him. Um, you know, so he. You would think he would be the opposite of, of that. That he would have some ill will towards Romulans, but yet he's taken in two Romulans. Right. Yeah. The other thing. The other thing I was wondering is these are these Romulans who are basically his caregiver if you will they're the caretakers yeah, yeah. essentially like his butler um, maid whatever you want to call it but it makes me wonder if they're not spies ah yeah we'll get to that i got yeah. it yeah I because thought that too. i was like planted yep yeah yeah i i am i'm with you um totally with you and we'll, we'll talk about that more a little bit uh down the road here um so let's talk about he gets so picard gets this big interview uh with essentially i guess uh Glow, Galaxy News. Uh, I, I forget what it was called. I think it was like WNN or something. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty of yeah. It's um, Baba Watas. But we get a little bit. Of, we get a lot of uh, of Picard's background, right? So um, you know, we find out that he was captain of the Enterprise still, and he decided to become an admiral to help build this rescue fleet because of what? What else? The Romulan su- Sun Supernova. And if we go back to the whole Star Trek reboot series that's what causes spock to get thrown back in time because he's trying to save the sun from going supernova right so it's got a connection right there to the kelvin timeline so not only it's kind of a cool thing because we get to see obviously we know what happened with spock and they created the whole alternate timeline but now we see the same event has serious replica um serious replications replications on this timeline yeah which is pretty cool really um and a nice piece of writing i think well it's, um, it's always nice to see stuff that we've known yeah to link together <laughs> you're like 
Ah, okay. Yeah, it's it's um, it's that whole. Uh, well, it makes it feel real to us. Yeah, it's one one world, right? You know, one giant story. You know, and it's but it's a connecting. So now we get to see what happens in the original timeline, and then I always used to call this part the next generation timeline, whatever you want to call it, and see you know how much it's really affected him. You know, but uh, but so he was he was basically uh, he was. In charge, he was building 10,000 warp-capable ships, we find out, to move 9 million Rom- Romulans off the planet. Mm-hmm. And they this was all being done. They were still in the process of building the ships to, uh, uh, I think it was, uh, it was called the Utopia Planitia Shipyards on Mars, I think. Planitia yeah, stuff. I can't remember the name it was, but yeah, so yeah. that sounds right. Right, and um, she kind of turns on him and pressures him and you can tell he's nervous in this interview and he's getting emotional about it well, i don't think he was nervous i think it was more so he gets angry angry he gets angry when you can just tell he you start to get like he yeah. was starting to get frustrated because he was told they weren't going to bring this up yeah especially then she goes into the starfleet thing which is even bigger and he, he's trying to hold back mm-hmm. and he's trying to be civilized because that's what he is yeah and and she just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing he just yeah and he's just yeah. sitting there trying to be calm, um, but it, it, it's interesting. I always thought that those ships we saw in the uh, the previews, I thought those were Romulan, new Romulan ships. But it turns out they're actually synths, synthetic organisms that built those ships yep. and hacked their way. Not only did they hack, they hacked through their defenses, lowered the shields around Mars, and then attacked. Um, so what has happened is. Uh, Starfleet has decided to try to build its own version, at least before this attack, of synthetic, like a synthetic race. Like they're trying to build more datas. Right, but they could never get it right. Right. So, what happens is, is we find out is that these synths actually attack attack the the Mars shipyard, destroy it, and leave Mars burning and, for and, years. Yeah, and, it, and it's who did it. Right. You know who was in charge of the synths? So they didn't do it. On their, they didn't do it on their own. Yeah. And um, I really think, um, like, like we were talking off camera about it. And I think you you had a pretty good idea who it is. Yeah. And we'll you know we'll, we'll get to that. At yeah. The end. I think I think we, we we might be on the right track with that. Not not hundred percent sure. Yeah. But there's obviously somebody behind that. Right. Behind that. And why would why would robots why would androids want to stop the Romulans? What's their beef with the Romulans? Right. So um, it's interesting. Um, and then she she goes on and she attacks. Uh, she almost she questions Data's integrity, and that really pisses him off. By that point, when he kind of lays into her after that, and why did you leave Starfleet? He's because apparently Starfleet actually, when this attack happens, they call off the rescue mission. Even though it sounds like Picard did it, at least tried to do it with what he had anyway. Yeah, but he resigns from Starfleet in in uh, in protest. Um, yeah, because he says they weren't Starfleet anymore. Yeah. He, in fact, he says it was, um, I think he even goes on to say it was downright criminal. Not only was it dishonorable, that's what he says, but it was downright criminal. Yeah. So this this isn't exactly the Starfleet we remember from TNG. Things have kind of changed. That event has changed things. Right. For the Star Trek world. Um, so we're in a different kind of atmosphere, maybe where starfleet isn't exactly what it used to be or has changed because of the attacks and it's caused all kinds of rifts and that there seems to be a uh, a prejudice even towards since since the attack oh 100 percent because when, when he later on in the episode when he goes mm-hmm. to is it hawaii is that where the 
Is that where that is? What? Uh, it's uh, San Francisco. I thought it was Hawaii. No, it's San Francisco because they showed the Golden Gate Bridge. Where the lab is? Yeah. Or the no. archives. No, not, not the archives. I'm talking when he goes to the... Oh, that's Okinawa. So it is. Yeah. Japan. <coughs> Daystrom. Yeah, okay. Institute. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking Hawaii. Yeah. Don't know why. No. But anyway, um, yeah, later on we find out that they just basically just shut it down, turn the key, mm-hmm. and now only like one or two people have access to even do anything, and it's all done. Yeah. And it's galaxy-wide. It's not yeah. just Starfleet. Yeah. It's everybody. And it's all done theoretically. Yeah. And it's not done... Physically. Physically. You can't build anything, but you can... Yeah. Theoretically, build it, but you can't build anything. Yeah, and it's not just illegal in Starfleet; it's illegal with the with the Romulans, yeah. with the the Klingons, everybody. Yeah, it's a uh, galaxy-wide treaty. Actually, it's weird because it's, it's almost like it's like the thing that brought everybody together. Yeah, it was the hate. <laughs> yeah, what brought yeah that's together. weird. It's weird. Um, so let's move on to Do- Dodge finds Picard uh, for the first time. Anyway, um, she's confused. She doesn't know why. She knows him, but she knows him essentially, and she feels that it's an older, deeper connection. Even that she doesn't know him because he's famous or because he is Jean-Luc Picard, the famous captain. But she feels like she knows him personally, and that she's known him for decades, even. Yeah. And he said the same thing. He said, "Yes." Yeah. Like I, I can, I can feel it. He goes, "You may be right." Yeah. She asks, how do you know? I he says, I don't know. I don't know. But it's kind of an... So there's obviously something going on there. So there's a connection. Um, let's talk about the second dream with Data. Um, it's a painting. He's painting in the vineyard. We've seen this in the uh, the previews as well. In fact, most of the previews are from this first episode. Yep. Really, to be honest. Um, and then Data asks if he'd like to finish it. And he says he doesn't know how. And that's not true, sir. We've seen that in there. But... Um, so, you know, we, we, it's, um, it, again, it, I, I was trying to get my questions underneath me, but, but anyway, he wakes up and he sees that same painting in the office. So it's almost like data is trying to communicate to me because I, I just don't see him having another dream that vivid just on his own. Do you think there's something more going on there? No, I just think he, that's where he, he, Picard, Picard has a very, intricate mind yeah um and it goes back to when he was with the borg mm-hmm. and all of his dealings with q mm-hmm. and you know he's just very intellectual and, and i think that's where he's putting the pieces together he's putting the pieces together himself and he recognized her and he's like i know her from somewhere i don't know where i know her from but she looks very familiar and it turns out that she is actually the girl in the painting it's her yeah and he knows that data made two of them and so that's why he goes to the goes to the. Um, well, he finds that out at Day, at Daystrom, but yeah. What? That there's two. That no, comes, no, no, that no, 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 no. Oh, there's two, two paintings. paintings. Yes. So that's why he goes because he knows he has one of them. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the. Um, what is what they called again? Daystrom. No, Daystrom no, no. Institute. Okinawa. No. He goes to the Starfleet archives. Archives. Yes. yes. Which is, Reasons just going around my head. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he goes to the archives. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, no one's been here, right? Yes. Yeah, and she's like, no. There's only two. And there's two of those, right. and one is at your one is on your in your chateau, and the other one is here. Which is and, interesting and, that he made two paintings too, which is yeah. even more interesting. And, and and he says, he says, and it is called Daughter. Yeah, and that's the name of the title. And he's like, and, and then and then it pans that her face, and it's like, it's right there. That's identical. Yeah. 
And how cool was that uh, that archive room? As long as we're talking about it, real quick. Cool. They had the uh, there's a model of Picard's first ship right there with the four warp engines. That's the Stargazer. There's a model of the Enterprise E, and above it, pointing down, which I thought was interesting, is the uh, Enterprise D right above it. So I don't know if that signifies that it crashed or something. I, I don't know, but it was just hanging on the wall. Um, the other thing I took note of was Worf's uh, Batleth. Mm -hmm. So. I don't see Worf giving that up. So unless he has a bathlet of his own, I think it was when he. I think it was from when he was the, um, the um, his uh, attaché or his uh, representative or whatever. Was he an ambassador? He was a cat. He was like his uh, no, no, his, no, no. his legal lawyer or something. Is the best way to put it. I forget how what they called him. Kadish, kish, kish, something. What's what's the what's the um, thing in baseball between two? Arbitrator. Arbitrator, yeah. So he was the arbitrator. That was one of the episodes, and mm -hmm. then that's the only reason why I thought about it because that was another one of the episodes yeah. in with the um, with the uh, um, the Make It So Marathon. Okay, they showed that episode. They showed that episode too, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, so maybe that was like you know his gift from them for being the arbitrator in that. Could be from and, Worf to him. Yeah, and then there was also the. The happy birthday or happy John Luke Picard day. Yeah, the Picard day from the kids. Yeah, I, it was kind of, was kind of neat. It almost reminded me of like all the stuff that he would have had in his ready room or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like cause, I mean, that's it's like they just took it and recreated it and put it there. Yeah, I mean, the only thing missing was the fish bowl, and that's because the fish couldn't live that long. But yeah, <laughs> but it was uh, it was pretty neat though, just to see all the the, the cool stuff. Um, however, if it is worse, Bathlet. Uh, I just wonder if that means his wharf dead. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it as well because I don't see him killing him off. But I was just like, ooh, and that was just one of the things that kind of popped in my head. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, the the painting's title is daughter, and the fact that there's even two of them is even more of a implication. Like Data knew what he was doing ahead of time to me, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. Um, well, especially when we find out from the doctor that. In order to in order to recreate, they would have to do it in pairs. Right, and we'll get to that. And that's why the necklace had two. <laughs> right, and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But better. Let's yeah. go. Come All on. right, I'm moving. I'm moving. <laughs> so uh, I like the next scene where Dodge tracks Picard. That would let she look like Data, like Data was working on the Enterprise all the time. Right. So that was strapped. really. Yeah. Is that before or after she talked to her mom? It was what after she talks to her mom. Her mom. Okay, yes. Actually, slips up. Yes, her mom says you need to go back to Picard, and she's mm -hmm. like, wait. I didn't tell you. I that. didn't tell you that, and it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> she's more of a guardian than a parent. Yeah, probably. she's and she's probably what my guess. My guess is that, um, her husband is the doctor who created them. Maddox. Maddox could be. That's very, my guess. It's very possible. Um, but yes, uh, just watching her move though through that, it was just like watching Data move on the Enterprise, except she's doing it with a hologram and he was doing it with the old. Yeah, and, and she just had like a like the little the little ticks with her head, little like, ticks like he would do, and I'm like, it was good. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm sold. She's definitely an android of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, let's move to the next scene where where Picard's just trying to tell her everything he's just learned about the painting, how she was able to track him with a, you know, you had to have a security clearance for that. How, whose security clearance did she use? Probably Data's if he has still active. Yeah, yeah. If not, she probably hacked her way through. Um, she can hear things a block away, she says, conversations, you know. So all this is just, a, you know, even more data just keeps, evidence keeps piling up that she is somehow, some way, 
at least a descendant of a data of some kind or it's been altered something right is going on um and that moves us into the next scene with the uh attack on dash uh with that um with picard but this time she's with picard and picard can't run anymore <laughs> he's showing his age mm-hmm. she she's he's even like stop and she has to pull him the rest of the way and you can see he's he's fighting for breath yep and dodge you know has to fight these things why picard just takes cover because he's he's too old he can't oh yeah he can't get in there and do anything um and then i think it's almost like the final thing we see some serious jumping skills by her like she jumps like halfway across she's down oh she definitely dumps she jumps like halfway up the stairs maybe like three flights of stairs yeah if and not more because she's like halfway down on the the, yeah, and like she just, and she jumps from there all the way to the top of the stair. Yeah, almost. So that's pretty cool, like a Superman jump or something. Um, and then I liked I liked how the Romulan used this is a kind of a callback where the Romulan uses his blood, which is acidic, to he spits on her essentially, and the acid burns her not only her face but explodes the gun and kills her, um, which I thought was a kind of a nice little throwback to the old school Star Trek in a way, kind of that they bring that back whole acidic blood thing yep. with the Romulans um, but I was kind of shocked that they killed her that they killed off Dodge in such a quick fashion anyway well, what do you think? it made sense because it gave us enough information that we know what we're watching now mm-hmm. but it allows the story to play out as if no one else knows what's going on Right. you know what I mean? so like it gave us enough enough hints and enough, clues enough for us at watching at home that we're like that's so and so, and that's so and so, and they're well, and it's like, and but now they have no idea, and right? So it's, it kind of it, basically what it is. It gave us like a full, a full season, kind of, yeah, of back backstory back almost. Yeah, that would actually have to give us a whole bunch of backstory. Yeah, it, which was, which is interesting about this whole episode because it's it's it doesn't feel like a pilot. You've said that yourself. This whole thing doesn't feel like a pilot. It's it feels like a, we've been gone twenty years and now we're back, kind of feeling to me. Yeah, you know. Because mm-hmm. we were familiar enough with Picard, and now they reveal everything that's happened to us since that's happened. Yeah, you know, since I, we've been away. It, I, I guarantee you that it helps that I watched that the, the, the marathon, the marathon sure. because another one of the episodes was the one with Q, where he was where he was working in the vineyards. Oh with yeah, the grapes. With the grapes. Yeah, the, that's and, the last yeah, two episodes. Yeah. yeah, and the other one was, you know. Um, the, the Klingon one, and another one was with the Borg, and the other one is like mm-hmm. all cute as a Borg. Yeah, yeah. So it was like so it was all these, all the old shows tying. Yeah, into and it. it was like I was, I was texting you and I said, I wonder if all these, all these in the marathon are going to come come to fruition with this, right? And a lot of them did play right into the very beginning of it. So you don't need to know that, but if you do, you're you're much more into the yeah. story, uh-huh. right? Which is which is great writing, honestly. They they take bits and pieces. This is somebody. What's kind of like the, ba- this was fans that wrote wrote this, and you can tell it's kind of like baseball. Like so, like, you can go to a baseball game and watch it, and you have no idea what's going on at all, and enjoy the game, and enjoy the game. Yeah. Or you could have been a fan for your entire life, and you, mm-hmm. as you watch, you can remember certain players playing certain positions or certain hits you had over here. Yeah. And you're just you're just enjoying it that much more because you know the player stats, right. is, but you're is, still is, enjoying it just as much as the regular person. That's right. what this show is is basically it's written so that. They can welcome in that new section of fans, right? The young kids, w- without having to have them watch so many seasons of Star Trek: yeah. Next Generation. Yeah, and it was it was um, it has a good feeling of Star Trek too. It wasn't just all action, 
like some of the the new uh, right, Star yeah, Trek movies, yeah, a bit, yeah. but it's got action and there's still the science or the the fake science, if you will, or the the unbelievable science, you know, right, facts yeah. thrown in there. Right, the explanations of why something right, is. which is very Star Trekky, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, you know, compared to Star Wars, which is just pure fantasy and deals with more mythology and stuff. This is, you know, they deal with facts and yep. things like that. So, um, let's move on to uh, so, and this is this is where we, we come back to the caretakers. So Picard wakes up from his fight back home. There's no security footage of the fight or the explosion. The Romulans tell him this. Uh, well, this is what I said. I was like, wait a minute. So he just blew up in San Francisco. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's back on the couch. Yep. And they said there's no... They just, there's they nothing. They just found him on top yeah, of the roof. Nothing. And the caretakers... Then this, is what the care, this is what the caretakers are telling him. And they, they also come up with the... Well, maybe that's she's wearing a cloaking device. Maybe that's why the monitors don't pick her up. And then Picard just runs with that. They're just giving him those ideas. That's, there's nothing confirmed, which makes it, like you were saying, I'm wondering if they're in on it. I hope they're not, for Picard's sake, but I think they're planted yeah. to keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm. Whether that they're the good guys or the bad guys or not, I don't know yet, but I definitely think they've got ulterior motives in mind. And it, oh, I agree. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Um, but this is also the moment where Picard kind of... Uh, he admits he failed Dodge and that he's, this is where he says, you know, I've come here to, I've, I'm not willing to wait here and die any longer, essentially. that That's what he's come to do and that he's not mm -hmm. living anymore and that it's time to get back in the fight and he owes it to Dodge to find out who her killers were and stuff. So he's committed to to the mission, essentially. So yeah. Captain Picard is back, essentially, yeah. from this point forward. Not that he wasn't back before, but he's kind of finally... Fully committed to the yeah. to the cause. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done being on the sideline. Right. Um, all right. So let's move on to the Daystrom Institute, and this is where things get get cool, and we get we get a lot of data. We get a lot of information. Um, so he meets with uh, Doctor Girardi. Her first name is Agnes, apparently. Um, she's a she's basically the scientist that worked with this Bruce Maddox, who we'll get into. And they're the ones that created the the synths that uh, uh, attacked the the Mars colony. So essentially, they're responsible in a way um, for what happened. Um, but Picard's going. He's basically he's going there. He wants to know: Is it possible to make an, a, a sense by a, a human, a fully human sentient android? Of course, she laughs at that. She's like, no, no, and, and no, right? She's like, the short answer is no. Because what's the long answer? Also, no, right? And we find you know, they bring this is where they bring out B four, which we saw, mm -hmm. which we thought it was. She goes into how he was an inferior copy. It sounds like he wasn't even maybe even made by um, uh, Doctor Soon, which was uh, uh, Data's Data's creator. Yeah. Uh, what it sounded like to me was that it was Data. It was basically just an early prototype, like an early shell. Yeah. Like so, it looks like Data, but it doesn't have the in inside. Side, yeah. Like like it was like. It was like you have a brand new computer with an old mother mother motherboard. Yeah, and it was like the 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 uh, that's a good comparison. And um, it was like the Romulans tried to fill in the gaps and put him out there in the movie yeah. and everything. But but we learned that he's basically he's virtually lost all of Data's memories. That Data when Data did that whole transfer thing, and so he's kind of been put on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And that's where we go into the whole explanation, which I thought was cool. Is they can't replicate you can't replicate the science that created Data without data 
right. that made him. And that's yep. where they're they're at a stopping point essentially. Um, or they thought they were. Or they thought they were because Maddox thought he knew of a way. Right, which I'm, I'll get to. Yeah, but essentially it's so they can't replicate the science they made. Any advanced Sith w- or Sith uh, synth. <laughs> A little Star Wars coming out of me. <laughs> Darth Data. <laughs> Darth Data. <laughs> any any advanced synth would need to be made from Data, but they need they would need a his neural net, which is his brain, with active neurons thrown through it. But because he's he he's it, those all died with him, there can't be any new advanced synths in, in theory. No, no more, no new synthetics, advanced synthetics. Right, which anyway. which makes me wonder if they actually did find a piece of him, uh-huh. and that's why Maddox vanished. I because Maddox took the piece of data and created created it on his own, possibly. Um, but we do learn about this. Bruce Maddox is the name of the character. We not introduced to him because, but he recruited Doctor Girardi out of Starfleet. We find out uh, he disappeared after the synth ban. Um, the she reminds me a lot of the character from uh, Discovery. Um, a little bit. She's she seems familiar to me somehow. Like she reminds me. She mu- Tilly. Yes, Tilly. a little bit of Tilly. Yes, and that's why I was. I was like, hmm. I but, wonder. But she's a little got her shit together a little bit more than she does. But yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but it was but it's but yeah very much. So I was like very similar, like blonde instead of brunette, like a redhead. But right, I, I'm with you there. Um. But uh, where was I? Oh, um, so she's recruited by him, and then she goes on to say, when she sees Dodge's necklace, she says, "Well, that's that's the symbol for fractal, practical, fractal, fractal." I'm sorry, fractal, 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 fractal. Damn, damn Star Trek and Star Wars. It's the names, and in Star Trek, it's the science. Fractal, fractal, neuronic cloning is the name of it. Okay, fractal neuronic cloning. And um, basically, in theory, they could re- you could recover all of Data's memory and his code, aka programming, from one single positronic neuron. So from one, essentially, cell. If you were, if you were going to put it in human terms, one of, one of his cells, they could clone or bring back all of Data. Yep. The Data could be brought back, essentially. Yes. And uh, apparently, it's a. Uh, and then, then she they start going. And then, and then Picard uses his his logic, like you were saying, and he says, "Well, if an advanced synth exists, then thus part of data must exist out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Some part of him is out there." And um, to me, the moment I heard that, the, the the part of him is out there and is still in existence. I was like, "Up, oh, this just became Star Trek 3. Yeah, it's the search search for Spock. It's a search for data. Yep, and that's what I thought we were gonna do. Um, when we only got two dream sequences of Data, yeah, I was like, this whole damn thing is going to be about him and him and Data's relationship and mm-hmm. him trying to bring Data back, yeah. and that's going to be the, gonna be the culmination. Of this whole mm-hmm. series or this least this season is going to be bringing Data back, yeah, and it's going to be welcome back, welcome back, blah blah blah. You know, if, what I mean? they, if they succeed, they may or may not, but yeah, I think they probably will because of Data's so popular. But well, I mean, they, you also heard it coming back too, right? Well, yeah, they're they're bringing. You'll have um, Riker's back, and uh, well, Riker's back, and so is um, uh, Troy. Troy, but for a second season, do you hear he's coming back? Yeah, I heard Whoopi's coming. Yeah, Whoopi's coming back. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, but 
but yeah, so we're working, and, and then and then they throw into the whole thing on top of all this, and not only is it the search for data, but when they create, when they do this fractal neuronic cloning, things are done in pairs. So all of a sudden, Dodge isn't alone. Dodge is a twin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you hear Picard say, so here is another one. So there is another one. So I'm like, twins, there's another one. Okay, now we're throwing Star Wars in here. Yeah. Um, a little bit. So <laughs> it's the search for data meets Star Wars, um, which is kind of a cool concept. I like how they're they're, they're tying it all in and everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> I like I like I like the way the um the way they play the way they played it up and he said, you know, cuz he sees like he's like she's like but that's what this is and he goes, which makes it even in, more interesting that I had tea with one earlier. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like so yeah, they do exist because I just had one right in front of me yeah. yesterday. And and then then we go and we we pan pan into the one where, where she's she's like with the Romulans. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The, the next scene, which is yeah. the Romulan reclamation site, which is a giant board cube. Ah, Spoiler. <laughs> Jesus beats. That's what I was gonna say. Fuck off, then. I'm not talking anymore. No, 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 no. no. Keep going. Keep going. Um, but that's yeah. really what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Which is <laughs> so. So you got all this. So it's the search for data. You've got data. You've got the Romulans, which is where he blew up at. Um, and now you throw in a board cube. Um, and what enters what appears to be, at least by the music that's played and the kind of the ambience of the way he's walking, is this character called Narek, um, who seems to be the bad guy. Or at least you, by the music that's the ambience. Did you get that feeling from him? Yeah, I mean... When they yeah. introduce him coming off the ship or whatever, walking on I don't know if he was, platform. like, pure... Like, pure like, evil. Like Darth Vader evil, but... Yeah, but I, but I do believe that he is a... He has, does have another agenda. Alternative motives. Like we 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 even found that out later in the like when they're mm-hmm. like laying well, next to each other or whatever. You can tell that he has he has a, there's another agenda and he's waiting for something to happen, right? Waiting for something to click, or waiting for her to find something, or for her to activate or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because uh, we find out that uh, Daj's twin, the person looks just like her, is named Soji. Asha is her name because he calls her Dr. Asha and then later she says her name is Soji. So um, she admits she's a twin and she has the same necklace as Dosh. So, mm-hmm. But she this time instead of being uh, wanting to go into uh, cybernetics so to speak she seems to be a psychologist. Because, I didn't catch that. Yeah because Narek's like I, you fix broken people for a living. So you probably don't want to hear my my broken sob story because he talks about how. Oh yeah, no, no, okay, no, I see that. I wasn't even paying attention. I I just assumed she had a clipboard that she was in the same thing that Taj was, but that makes sense because yeah, half of them is gonna be a person side, like a people person, yeah, and the other side would be the data stuff, the logical side, yeah, the the feelings and the. That's a good point. I like that. I didn't think about that. So you got the logical, the human side, the 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 human human side, side, and and then his emotions, his chips. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um. So yeah, and then but this Narek guy you can tell is already manipulating her. He, oh, yeah. he already get that feeling. Like he he told that story on purpose just to to hook her, and she takes it hook line and sinker. And even the whole time from the minute she lays eyes on him, she seems to be smitten with him. She's going the googly. Well, eye you can tell that there, there there there's a connection. There's a connection there, chemistry. like like they're a couple or chemistry. Or yeah, something. yeah, whatever you want to call yeah. it. 
Um, so yeah, but we've seen we've, and we see that a lot in a lot of different shows mm-hmm. where the boyfriend is actually a plant, or you know, is is the bad guy just sent there to spy, or you know, is the bad guy so so close? You know, you keep your friends close, your enemies close. You know, your enemy close, friends close, whatever. Right. So, but I don't. I, I don't know if I can see him being the the total uh, a total bad guy. The total bad guy. I see him mm. more being the manipulative. Yeah, like one of the moths. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. so he's he's evil, and you know he's evil, but he's not like a Darth Vader bad. Like he's not like horrible, horrible, yeah. and he's not. A, he's definitely not an emperor bad. You know what I mean? Like he's not a. I I, I see him more as a uh, if we're gonna jump genres all over the place and use comparison. You have to. I would say I would, I, and you won't hear me say this often because I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but I would say he's the, the um. Oh, with like what I can't remember his name, but he's the one that seduces the the King Rohan. And puts him under his spell. Oh, and okay. He's yeah. talking all the time. He, mm-hmm. He's got like a devil's tongue or whatever yeah, the hell it was. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's that kind of character. He's he's a he's working for somebody bigger, but he's also he's working his agenda with her for some unknown I got reason. You. Yep. Yeah. For a more devious purpose, maybe may or may not. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and then we you know we could come to find out that we since we're watching it, we think that that he is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. It could be that he was already he he was manipulated. And being controlled by somebody else, and then that connection will break at some point, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I mean, I was being controlled by somebody." You know what I mean, I think the the biggest thing right now, after watching this, is trying to figure out. That right now, they're trying to establish. At least they want us to think that the Romulans are the bad guys. Everything they've done so far in this episode says Romulans are bad guys. They're, they've got a Borg cube. They've got the Somnus music. They've attacked twice. They yeah. killed Dodge. Mm-hmm. Everything right now says the Romulans are the bad guys, at least for now. And the first thing I thought of when I saw the Romulan come in and turn, I figured it out pretty quick that when we first saw it, it was the Borg cube. And then they confirmed it at the end. Historically speaking, yeah, the Romulans are pretty, pretty big on power. And pretty big on destruction, and if you give Borg technology to that those kind of people, maybe not the best thing in the world. Um, when you think it, when you look at it, and right? But I wonder from if, that point of view. So Romulus, Romulus is the one that blew up, right? Right. So, and I think that's why they got the cube is because that became their new home world. Um, it could be, or they're just trying to strip it, or I'm not sure what they're doing yet. Because it didn't seem to me like on the inside that it was Borg. No, it looked like all the Borg, had, most of it had been stripped out. I did, thought I did see a few stations when you looked all the way in. Right, which, like which kind of made, which kind of made sense. Borg because stations they, or something. Yeah. But, but it looked more like, it was more like a like a floating hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Than it did like a floating palace or... Well, I, I think it's going to end up being some sort of... Um, well, you know what? Let's, let's hold off because the next section is about what we think the, the season is going to be. But before we do that, let's talk. Let's just give our grades for this episode, Brian. What'd you think of season one, episode one, Remembrance? Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven out of ten. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Um, okay. Only because I feel that it was a great pilot. Yeah. I didn't care for the music. Okay. Um. Oh, again, the length. We, I guess they should be. We should, should get used to the only being like within that half hour, forty five minute range. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wanted it to be an hour. Yeah. Um, but I think well, the way we grade on our show here, mm-hmm. 
we, we, we go so quickly and we get all the way up into the 8s, 9s, 10s that when the next one comes, we're like, oh, this one's a 10 too. This one's a 10 too. So there's not really a grade. So I'm going to start this first one to 7. You start low? Yeah, I'll start low. Right. I'll start it at 7. So so are we doing warp factors then? Is that how we're, we're, we're going to gauge this? So you're a warp 7? Uh, no, not a warp, not warp gauges. What, what, are, what are the little things called? The communicator? Communicator, oh. the pins? Huh? The little pins. They're, they're, oh, that's their just their insignia rank. Four no, no, is no, a no, captain. No, no, the uh, the the badge, the comms. The, yeah, the comms. Yeah, okay. So we're gonna give it seven Se seven out of ten comms. Seven out of ten comms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll put the graphic up there somewhere. It's actually probably right up there. You just don't see it. All right. <laughs> it's on there somewhere. I'm yeah. sure with all my other little graphics. Um. <laughs> um. So let's. Okay. If if we're doing combat just uh, um, or what whatever you would like mine seven out of ten of those your seven combat just i'm gonna do warp factor eight um i'm with you we'll start low i want to go higher i know like um, I, I really do want to go higher because i really love the entire episode but i just feel that if we go if we start out and say I know. man this was like a nine or a ten all right all right i'll go a warp factor 8.5 um that, that'll be my score but it's it, I, and really i'm just holding back um it's a great episode doesn't feel like like a pilot. I love how it, it feels like a another. It's not next generation, but it feels like a the spinoff show from next generation, but a good spinoff show next generation because that's what it is. And it's been almost twenty years, but I feel like we're right back where we were with Picard. He's changed, obviously. He's older, but things have changed. But I feel like I, I've got, it's got that same. It's got it's got a Star Trek feel. Mm -hmm. This 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 whole show I had it has a very strong Star Trek feel to it. Um, I, I love all of it. I, 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 I honestly, I'm having a hard time finding a flaw, um, with it. It sets up everything it needs to set up as a pilot and then some, but it doesn't feel like a pilot. I felt like I watched a Star Trek show episode, a really good one, but it, that's what I felt like I, I just watched. I didn't watch a pilot. Um, and it, and some of the things I was worried about, it then it just didn't happen. It was like, it was... There were some political tones there, but they were very mild, mellow, and in the background, which is where they need to stay uh, with these these kinds of things. So, um, in the in or they're at least metaphorically put there in representation of different groups and different people, which is it's perfectly fine, and that and that's great. Um, so yeah, I, I got to give it an eight point five, and I'm just doing that like Brian said because we want to start lower. I I really think this is out of this is better than Discovery so far for sure uh in my my opinion and i like discovery a lot um but this is this feels more star trek than even discovery did in my opinion um so yeah so i think that's where uh where we're at so uh before we end though i've got one more segment and it's thoughts about where we think we're going this season and i wrote this up because i had a billion thoughts after i watched the episode this is all theory and speculation from this point on so and i'll try to make it uh fairly, oh, no. fairly quick i was just i was just curious i know you're looking at the time i, I was that. just curious um so let's talk about here's what i'm thinking i think data data is connected to the romulans possibly physically he died on a romulan war warbird saving picard's life so if there's a piece of him left out there the romulans have it so why on earth would the synths want to let the romulans die why would they want to stop stop the Romulans from from being 
saved, right? So I think there's another Android at play here. Okay. And I think that there's a possibility because this is so heavily data-driven that we could see his brother Lore brought back. Brent Spiner plays both, obviously. Wouldn't be a big stretch. Or it's another Borg Queen. What do you think on that? What do you think of that? So I think that it is all Romulans that the Romulans were able to teleport data out. Oh, um, you think he's actually at whole? At least part of him. Okay. Like able to pull part of him out. Mm -hmm. They found out about the doctor mm -hmm. and the doctor created him. The reason why they had... Um, they why they had the the, the the synthetics attack Mars because they don't want a planet. They want to be able to roam like the Borg did because it's all about power. Okay. So they know that since everybody beat the Borg, mm -hmm. that that is there for them to use. Mm -hmm. And if they take get rid of this planet Mars because Mars is crap. So if they get rid of the planet Mars, the next logical place to go is going to be this. Borg traveling cube, cube of power. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. And I think that they knew also that if they did with the synthetics, that everyone would ban synthetics, so they wouldn't have to worry about anything being. So they could create their own androids on their own. Correct. Okay, so they're playing both and, ends against the middle. And I think that's what we're going to see. That's what we saw in the trailer. Mm -hmm. Was the Vulcans. Um, not the Vulcans. The Romulans. The Romulans mm -hmm. making those robots. Mm -hmm. For invasion or for something. For invasion or something. Mm. So they would take Earth as their new home world, maybe, or something like that instead. Maybe. Mm. Okay, I'll buy that. It's an interesting theory. Um, I think another thing to consider is um, are the Romulans, and this, this will, to me, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Are the Romulans really the good guys? I mean, they they did lose their home world. If your if your home world suddenly goes away, you might re-question how your society thinks. So maybe it's data working with the Romulans in a good way when we just don't see it, and they're being played up as the bad guy, and they're going to do the whole role reversal on us some some point in the season, where Picard thinks he's on one side, but in reality he needs to be on the Romulan side again. Okay, so then they would put the they put the Federation as the bad guys, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't see that, but okay. It's a possibility. Yeah. And then my other point, my other possibility, is Data communicating with Picard in his dreams. Um, and, and hear me out. Picard was once Locutus of Borg back in... Yeah. Okay. He, while his physical implants are... <laughs> he still has it in Wi-Fi? Well, yeah. While, <laughs> and and here, here, here's the points. Yeah, yeah. While the physical implants aren't there anymore, if you go back to first contact, he could hear the Borg. True. So, if that's the case, is Data also and Data's used this technology before? When Data was with the Borg, he called out to the captain through through the same technology. So you think Data's on on the Borg ship? Yeah, on the Borg cube, calling out to the, to, to to Picard. It could be and kind of mess and guiding Picard, as it were. Maybe we'll have a, a combination of the two mm -hmm. possibly. Yeah. And then my last possible theory. Um, does Picard possibly contain data's neurons or some of them because he has Borg implants? 
does Picard. Picard have data in him? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. Because then, because it would be... Well, it would, it would harken back to Star Trek. It would harken back to Search for Spock. Because Spock put his Contra, or his spirit, into McCoy. So, it... Did Data find a way to put a few of his neurons? Because if he can, if he can, if he's immortal through one, just having one cell left. No, you don't think so. No, because then that wouldn't it wouldn't make sense why the two daughters are there. If 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 his only thing that was survived was in Picard, it wouldn't make sense why the daughters would be there. I'm not saying it's the only thing. I'm just saying, what if that's an additional source or something? What would be the purpose of that? I don't know yet. I'm just thinking. I mean, it could it, be. I'm just. I was just thinking. You know how yeah. you keep putting out the possibilities. I mean, it could be. So I think it's more possible that he's communicating with him through his dreams. But it might be. It might be a neuron. Neurons left in the system too that are communicating through his dreams as well. So that's that could be a possibility too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's a lot of different implications. I definitely think they're playing off of. Uh, Star Trek 3, in a lot of ways, Search for Spock. I, I really think parts of what we're seeing now, maybe not all of it, but maybe the core of it is actually was part of the next generation the after next after Nemesis. and be, But Nemesis tanked so hard, you know, they decided not to do it. Because I think that was the big, big play coming out of Nemesis was as Data's gone and how are they going to get Data back? Kind of like how... Star Trek 2 we lost Spock and then they spend the whole next movie movie getting him back and yeah. the movie after that's him re reacclimating himself you know so um, you know I don't know if they're going to the well one one too many times or not but I think adding that with the Borg and the Romulans and tying it all into the supernova and all that is brilliant writing, though, because that puts new twists and turns and new angles on it. Even if the core story is all about bringing data back in the end, I don't know if it will be or not. But we already know they're they're playing in season two, obviously. So oh yeah, season two's already gonna go. So um, so yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of different possibilities, a lot of places this can go. I'm certainly enjoying the heck out of it. Um, yeah, so I, I think it. Think things can only go up from here. Honestly, I, I I'm, I'm I almost wish like they gave us two episodes or something to start with, <laughs> because I really want to see what's next. Because next, I think the next episode's name is uh, something like plotting plotting the course or something. I can't yeah, remember. Me. But yeah, I agree. I wish that we had like they did with Mandalorian and we got yeah two episodes in the first week. First week, like yeah. one one came out on Tuesday, yeah. one came out on Friday. From there on, we're gonna have a Friday because the, <clears throat> the first episode is setting up everything that's gonna happen. The next episode, because it sounds like it's plotting courses, he's putting his team together to go out into space and start the mission. Right. Obviously, so, one of them's gonna be the doctor. Oh, the doctor's definitely on board. We've seen that in the previews because already. Yeah, because it was like as soon as she she heard about it, she was like, <laughs> like it was one of those like, here take my money. Yeah. And she, she even said, she even said, uh, I wish you would have came away off date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's, uh, it's going to be a great series. I, I, I think it's got all the potential in the world. I don't think it's going to let me down anymore. I'm hoping I'm keeping my fingers crossed <laughs> on that one. But um, I, I, I like how they've, they've set everything up so far. Anyway, what do you think, Brian? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited with to see where it goes. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say they can't let me down because. 
Sure. You can always take that. Yeah, it's always can always take a, a hard left and be like, what is this doing? Right. Um, you know, and Star Trek has been known to have filler episodes. Sure. Where it's just like... You can. It, you, but you, you now, can now this would this can be completely different because it's a streaming service. It's not a main network. It's not a network. You know yeah, what I mean? Where it could... There's only so many episodes. Exactly. So yeah. it could just be, you know, your entire arc. Whereas when we had our regular seasons, it was like... You had this episode with starting the arc, then you had an episode, then you had an episode that touched on the arc, then you had another episode, then yeah. you had an episode with part of the arc. Wow. Yeah, I, I think I, this one it might just be the entire arc. I don't think you're going to have any of those two guys trapped in a uh, a shuttle pod, a shuttlecraft episode. because yeah. we don't have enough money in the budget for the first 22 episodes this season. Right, because I mean they said yeah. each episode was what eight yeah. to nine eight to nine million dollars. Yeah, so that that's quite a bit of yeah bit of chunk of change. So. Um, but yeah, I think they're off to a great start. It's off to already off to a much better start than Discovery was. So uh, Ooh, I don't know. I, I do. I, I think it's better than Discovery so far. And man, I'm, maybe I'm being jealous. May or uh, not jealous. But, okay, so um, two so two seasons of Discovery, and you think one episode of Picard is better than that? So far, yeah. I'm enjoying it a lot more. I'm just saying, I, Discovery's good. Yeah, Discovery is really good, but especially since Discovery is maybe, all new cast. Maybe it's because I, I'm it's, it's, such a big TNG guy. That's what it is, and it's possible I could it's, be biased. It's, it's, that's the, the word it's, it's the TNG it bias. Could be TNG bias. Which don't get me wrong, I really, I really like this episode, <laughs> and I really think that it did feel like, you know, like it was the Next Generation. Oh yeah. But as far as new content goes, and like I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put Picard in new content because it is Next Generation. Mm -hmm. But like if you, when you put Discovery out there against Deep Space Nine and and Enterprise and what was some of the other ones, uh, maybe you know I, I'm actually I actually like Deep Space Nine. Maybe and people are going to murder me for this, but maybe better than Voyager. I, I wasn't a big oh, Voyager. Oh, I definitely was better than Voyager. But that, that's me. I wasn't a big. Uh, that's what we could do next time. So. Or on a different on a different one of our. We can rank them. We'll rank our series. <laughs> I mean, we can do that. I mean, I Once obviously Picard's over. We can kind of yeah, stack. Yeah, yeah. I really there. obviously think that I think you know the next generation of Picard is going to take like take my top one just because well, I remember that's, that's our that's our track. Yeah, I remember like I remember always setting the DVR. I'm not the DVR. Setting oh, yeah. the setting the VHS tape. You know, I remember it was every Friday night, man. On on on, on Fox. Uh huh. And it was like that in uh, Night Court. <laughs> came on back to back and you just hit record on your and, and, and then the next day you get up and you hit play <laughs> fast forward through the commercial oh, no it's too far fast back and play it again uh, I remember distinctly it was Friday it was a Friday night for Star Trek I remember that because I would come home from school on Friday and I'd be like alright I get to watch Star Trek tonight and it was you know, and it was and it was the same thing like even the reruns yeah. were on late at night and they'd throw they'd show two in a row mm -hmm. yeah and they were back to like they do now anyway, but it was like it was back to back episodes, and you could watch them really late at night. Mm. And it was like, you know, you turn your TV on, and then you click All the right. knob over to, to the right channel, right. and you're like, <laughs> I remember, man. <laughs> All right, so before we go, and this is my screen for your if you're blind. Um, so where, if you like this uh, podcast and you want to see more podcast bias, where can you go? The best place to go is www.thenumber4midwestguys.com. There you got links to everything you see on here. You got our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. Um, I, I need to put a link to our email. Uh, there's also... Email uh, not on the, the website. I need to do that. Oh, on the website. Yeah, the website. Um, so, But there's also links uh, where you can follow, like, and subscribe there to our YouTube account as well. 
uh, as well as iTunes. Uh, we ask that you leave us reviews. That helps really a whole lot with iTunes. I'm working on trying to get the audio feed up to date. Um, it's going to take me a little bit of time. I am behind, uh, but I will I will get that starting with our Mandalorian stuff going forward, including this podcast. Uh, we'll be added to the audio feed because I know not everybody likes to look at our, our smiling faces and you have other stuff to do. I like to listen to podcasts while I cut the grass or clean, clean the house and stuff like that. And I know other people like to listen to it in the car on long car rides. So um, with that said, I will definitely get the audio feed up to date. But there is links, though, to our iTunes, to our Podbean, which is our other audio, our main audio feed, uh, as well as all the podcasts are listed there in chronological order by video. It's, you scroll down, they're all there. There's also going, there's categories at the top. So if you want one particular show, uh, say we just finished The Mandalorian for Star Wars and you want to all of our man all eight episodes of that are all listed under the mandalorian you click that and it list it'll bring up its own page and you can click on each individual link for each individual show it's all there everything that we do is in your best place really is to go www.the4midwestguys.com um however if you want to find us just on facebook it's you're going to notice the theme here facebook.com slash the number four midwest guys you can find us at twitter at the number four Midwest guys. You can find me on Twitter at bwilly1977. Brian, where can they find you? At Eggzone. At Eggzone. Brian's been working very hard. He's got something. He's got a new project coming down the pike. Uh, yeah, it's the Eggzone show. Yeah. So uh, be looking for a lot of updates. I know he released a graphic on our Instagram account. Yeah. You can find all of our cool behind the scenes stuff and Brian's new graphic for his shows there as well. Um, so, uh, in fact, I tell you what, Brian, do you want to give him a, just a little take on what you're thinking real quick? Oh, yeah. So, what basically, what it's going to be is um, every day we're going to talk about something different. So, like, Mondays we're going to do movie news. On Tuesdays we'll talk about TV news. Um, I might do a little bit of TV every day. Not sure yet. Uh, Wednesdays I might do, like, a little, uh, you know, how are you doing this week kind of kind of talk where we, you know, discuss, like, I don't know, um maybe weight loss journeys or, you know, any kind of achievement from positive. fans have, you know, positive reinforcement stuff because we don't have a lot of that on yeah, social media or anything else like that. Um, Thursday is going to be a getaway day so we can talk about the Reds. All right. Woo. Talk about the Reds. Reds Net Live, too. Yep. Um, and then Fridays, uh, we're going to do Force Fridays. Well, we're, we, you know, we probably talk about um, Star Wars and Star Trek, I guess. Yeah, we can change we'll it to Space Fridays. Space Fridays or something like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we might, and it'll probably get tweaked as we go move along. Um, eventually, I want to get it to where it I could possibly do doing it live. Mm. Um, and that would take a lot on my part <laughs> to try to get try to get it live. But for for now, for now, it'll be recorded, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to have at least one or two. We'll have two of us on there. Mm-hmm. Um, still difficult to talk by myself but because it's hard to talk to yourself <laughs> it's hard to carry a conversation with yourself but well I'll, I'll knock it out the best i can but that's what that's what sounds good sounds really good yeah. i'm excited i've, I've uh, I'm, I'm very proud to see brian he, he's taking the bull by the horns he's gotten his own technology his own microphones and uh 
he's really put a lot of thought and we've talked we've caught quite a bit about the show and uh he's 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 excited he's very excited i'm very excited uh to see where it goes and uh because it's more of a daily podcast compared to the specials that we do so um so yeah i'm i'm very excited for for the uh the end zone show so be looking for that along with all of our other stuff uh obviously so brian thanks for joining us thanks for having me in. and it's be willie saying uh, live long and prosper i guess We'll live long and prosper. All right. Like this. <laughs> live long and prosper. <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> like I got this. It. You got to make sure you put the thumb, man. I got it. Do the live thumb. Live long and prosper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you're doing West Side. Ain't eh? cool. <laughs> live long and prosper. <laughs>